All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mac. Welcome back to The Big MIG. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, with my co-host, George Ballantine. So, uh, you know, as usual, tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And as always, you know that the plan on this show is to educate, bring the receipts, bring the proof, and unify the country. As far as we're concerned, it's we the people versus the government of the United States. They seem to believe that they are above the law that there is no rule of law and there is no accountability. It just goes on and on and on and on. George, you look like you're ready to just say something right there. Go. Um, I'm actually letting the chat, all the, everybody know in the chat that the, all the sheriff link, links are in the more section of the, of, in the rumble. So where, where they can find them. I'm just getting everybody prepared. Because yeah, that's great. His got a great guest because tonight. We'll his get into assistant, that. Hold on. His assistant, Char Baby, was... Was, is, was on top of it, you know, make sure the links are there. Can you put the links? I'm like, yeah, we got it. Don't worry. She's like, you got a good well, assistant. We definitely want to support yeah. those we believe in. Uh, Joshua James is one of them. He is, as far as I'm concerned, the next governor of New Mexico. At least that's the plan. We'll have him on in a minute. But, George, I put a video, I put a, a, a post in here because you popped out with this a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Uh, maybe it was maybe two months ago. And you said, well, I think unvaxxed sperm is going to be very valuable in the future. That's my belief that unvaxxed sperm is going to be one of the highest returns. Well, George. Yes, sir. That was very predictive of you. It appears as though there are groups. I just heard about this on Facebook. And uh, they are talking about the fact that there appears to be a, and I'm going to call it a dark market right now because it's not being publicly announced but there are groups out there that are connecting people uh at fertility clinics and fertility locations looking for men like yourself that are unvaxxed what? willing to make a donation me what now, i have no idea what it's selling for I, you know i'm not a broker i don't want to be a broker top dollar here top dollar here well you know george it may be something you want to look into uh, i don't know if you want to throw the article up it's not a big deal there's nothing really to it but it's just a facebook community that alleges to be uh coordinating this now so george i don't have the art uh, well i don't have nice an offhand. prediction on your part from several months ago thank you i just want to call it on that and listen so as you guys know we love to support uh congressional uh candidates we love to support candidates that are running for governor uh we love to support candidates across the country that are constitutionalists that are patriotic americans that are what I would call true believers, America first patriots. And there's a reason for that. Uh, you know, we talk about it over and over and over again on the show. And as you've probably seen, a lot of our predictions, they're not always predictions. Sometimes they're information that's been provided up to us that we can actually, that we're, that we're 
uh, given the permission to release. We told you to worry about the border. We told you that there's terrorists coming in, Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS. We're seeing it. We're seeing them move all over the country. We're seeing military-aged Chinese men uh, moving around the country. There was one recently that showed up on social media today. He had a CCP patch on, and he was fully armed as if he thought that he was going to be seeing action. I don't know whether or not the CCP patch was CCP patch was just some shout out to China or if he's truly CCP. We won't know that. But people like Joshua James are the next wave, in my opinion, of what this country needs. And his full name is Joshua James Ryan Lawrence. I thought I had a tough name, Josh. My, my, my name is Lance Claudio Miliacho. Harder to pronounce, but I'm not sure you don't have beat me on characters here. Uh, he's a de jure sheriff of the Republic of Texas. Uh, Joshua's running for the governor in the state of New Mexico, like we just said. He's always talking about the importance of the governor, and that is a very, very important position. But there are many governors across the country that I believe that there is a dereliction of their duty, that they are in violation of their oath to protect our country from all enemies, foreign and domestic, because they have turned people like Governor Newsom. Uh, there are governors in so many states that I have a very negative opinion about. And, that, you know, and once again, you guys got to remember, this isn't liberal or uh, you know, conservative, we're trying to divide the line here. If there's crappy uh, conservative governors, I'm, we're going to pounce on them just as hard as we're going to pounce on the liberal governors. And there are some crappy uh, conservative governors around the country. So here's the point. Uh, you know, uh, he, he has a background in early political initiation. He's been a progressive liberal and how everything changed for him. He's committed to honesty and transparency, which... Boy, is that hard to find uh, nowadays. He's also committed to God and Constitution, which, of course, we need that. That's the highest law of the land. Um, he realized he waited around, hoped that somebody would step up to the plate, figured he would just continue his role as a sheriff, which is obviously the highest elected official uh, in law enforcement in any state. He has more authority, so you guys understand this. He has more authority than any federal agency does in any state. He even has the authority to throw federal agencies out of the state if he chooses to do so. Uh, the problem is most constitutional sheriffs don't recognize the power they have. So he wants to bring back the constitutional power of the governor to the people of New Mexico, uh, and hopefully that will get God back in place. We know this is a fight of good versus, versus evil. evil. Yeah, and we know that our, our forefathers, the framers of the Constitution, our founders, they had a plan for us, the grand experiment. They did a hell of a job. Shall not be infringed. They gave us a 2A to protect our 1A rights, and yet our federal government believes they can make a decision to modify the Constitution, which in fact is not what they are supposed to be doing in any manner. Um, so let's talk about, we're going to get Josh on here. George, you have anything I want to add to my opening here? No, I want to bring him on. Cause I got, um, a good question to ask him before we get into all these, um, all these oh, questions. So the I want to sponsors. Let me thank our sponsors, George. I oh, need to yeah. do their, would you like to thank the sponsors, George? Why don't you thank the sponsors, George? Well, I want, <laughs> I would love to thank Sea of Mud, especially for the shirt I got on. See mud, see right here. There's a big uh, decal on the back. Swag, swag. All your um. Swag alert for George. More swag. All your patriotic apparel you can get can from. Can I ask a question, George? Shoot. Do do the U, do UPS guys complain about coming to your house with all the swag they have to deliver to you constantly? I just want to know. Are you getting complaints? No, bro. It's job security for them. What are you talking about? <laughs> They're happy job to do. Security. <laughs> You're like son of a bitch. I got to go to Ballantine's house again. I think it's t-shirts again. All right, go ahead, bud. It's all right. I know when they're coming from when they're three blocks away. That's how far my camera's 
on other people's houses I got. But anyways, so, um, yeah, see so your mud. All your apparel, if you use the Big Mid coupon code and all caps, you get 15% off. And Lance, I just want to say, there's a hat that's going to be, it's on your way. It's on the way to your house for that little skeleton guy. It's a sea of mud skull cap. Oh, okay. Because I said, because you, I hope you told him I have a fat head. No, no, it's not, seven it's and not, no, no, it's if not it's for you. For me, you got to tell him fat head size. First of all, big head. first of all, it's not for you. It's for the skull. Gotcha. Promotional. I, I purchased it for you because I'm tired of oh. hearing you cry. I don't get gear, whatever. It's for the skull. It's <laughs> not even for you. But Ryan. anyway, so we got, um, Oh, glory beer, right? Yeah. Good Pilsner Old beer. Glory I don't, beer. American I don't drink, Pilsner. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't drink. But Hook Point Brewing Company, Tennessee. We appreciate you guys. They're one of our new sponsors. Uh, you know, it is a non-DEI, non-woke company. Next time you're going to have a backyard barbecue or get your family members together for the holidays, why don't you try Old Glory American Pilsner? Give them some feedback. You know that both of these guys are on social media. You can follow Old Glory on X. Uh, I believe they're also on True Social. Same thing goes for Sea of Mud, but Sea of Mud is on True Social X and also Getter. I don't know if they're on Gab. Are they on Gab yet, George? I don't know. Well, listen, we want you to get on all platforms. We want you to follow the Big Mig Show. Like, subscribe, comment. It's really important. All right, without any further ado, we don't on. want to make them wait backstage any longer. Let's bring on Joshua James, Constitutional Sheriff there he of is. New Mexico. Welcome to the Big Mix Show, Sheriff Joshua James. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you both. Uh, we appreciate you and everything you're doing. Before we get into all the logistics of what you're doing and everything, I have a question to ask. I think it's going to set the tone and for our people that everybody's listening. What What's the deal with your uh, ancestral lineages to uh, Jesse James there, brother? And throughout, yeah, see, this, look, I got you to smile because I know you had a little rough time before before this uh, coming on the show. So I, I always get people to relax. Yeah, I heard something. There's some good stuff going on and the, and the real history about it. So enlighten us, please. Uh, yeah, I'm descendant of uh, Jesse James, also descendant of uh, Abraham Lincoln, Andrew Jackson and James Madison. Ooh, uh, wow. Nice. That's pretty that's pretty serious. That's a, that's a hell of a that's a hell of an ancestry.com. I'm not saying that's how you found out. Did that's you a hell, know, of, a, that's family, a hell of a resume right there. What are you talking about? Has your family always known that? Um, I, I learned it all in later years. My uh, dad's side of the family didn't talk too much about history. I, I learned everything about our family. I mean, we came over here on the Mayflower, had babies on the Mayflower, started cities, counties, states all over this country, all the way down to Texas. Very cool. Although being a guy that has been drawn to the dark side, although I try not to be the Jesse James connection, I can't say I'm not jealous. That is that's a crazy connection with a long history to our West and our wild, wild West. But listen, that's interesting. You should get that family tree kind of done out and printed and put it up on your uh, profile. I think that's a hell of an interesting background for you. Not many people can say that. You know, my family came over. We entered through Ellis Island as Italians back in the early 1900s. So uh, it's a different story for myself. Although we did open one of the first three Italian restaurants in New York. That may be the only claim to fame I can make at this time anyway. I mean, well, listen, he's got, listen, he's uh, got cool, cool blood in him. He's got, he's got a presidential blood in him, you know, definitely political blood in him. And then he's got outlaw blood in him. Right. Well, the real, the real history of Jesse James and all the outlaws, because we we get a very watered down, distorted form of history when it comes to all those guys. Yeah. Jesse James was the very first constitutional law enforcement here in America. 
and uh, was was under uh, the Quantrill's army, which were like special forces uh, back during the Civil War. Mm. And they did so many other things throughout the Southwest and, and all over this country that go beyond the history that we're taught. Well, like you, Jesse James and you, crew were amazing people. You get my vote just for that right there. I'm good. They were fighting the same fight that we're fighting right now. They were fighting the bankers and the infiltration from the Crown and the Vatican and all the same, same history, the same fight. Yeah, it's it's a history that a lot of people don't comprehend. They don't realize that when Trump and others talk about the deep state cabal, they don't realize the complexity of what's happened with the Federal Reserve bankers and the families that have been controlling our fiat currency for so long. They don't really grasp the full thing. But so, you know, Lance, those are some hold on, yeah. I got to add something because you know my assistant, he's he's related to Ulysses S. Grant and William Wallace. His, his his ancestral lineage. So, yeah, we got a lot of good lineage coming on. I don't know who I'm related to, but... You know, uh, USS Grant was the last president of the Republic, the Constitutional Republic of America. Mm -hmm. Listen, that's, that's correct. Look, God's saying something right now. We got this gentleman on the show. Well, 1871 yeah. complicated things. If you saw our intro, we take a poke at the Rothschilds, the deep state bankers, 1871, you know, and what happened moving forward. You have to do it very quickly because we do it in 46 seconds in our official. But if you actually slow that down, you will see quotes and all sorts of interesting. If anybody ever does that, the 45 seconds of the standard Big MIG show intro, there is a lot of really interesting stuff if you start to dig in. It's kind of like this painting behind me. Some people think, see it. They say this and they think it's uh, memento more and they think this is uh, got to do with, uh, you know, Illuminati, but it's not. It's actually a poke at them. It's his big brother is watching. There's a copy of our Constitution and lots of other complicated things built into this painting a friend of mine made for me. It was for the, for the show all along, but obviously it's a big deal. And the fact that you want to run for governor and you're aware of that. That's a big deal. Most of the governors that run, in my opinion, you get people like Katie Hobbs. They're installed. They cheat their way in, and they're not there for the country or otherwise. You know, the, our sovereign republics have to be defended, right? We only unify when it comes to the borders and, you know, what the what the 17 subject matters are specific in the U.S. Constitution. But being a governor is not an easy job. Give me some of your personal history and some of like your qualifications beyond your lineage so people can be confident that you have the skill set to run the state that you want to be governor of. Well, I'll start off with asking, what are the qualifications of the tyrants that run every one of our states right now besides kill, killing, stealing, and destroying? So, uh, you know, I, I used to be a Democrat, definitely. I traveled this country protesting 9-11 uh, and, and, and Iraq, Afghanistan, the wars. I, I campaigned uh, with many of the evil people now when I was young and was unaware. Uh, but I've worked in the film, music, theater industry for 23 years. I've worked uh, on and off in the restaurant and bar industry, security. I, I pretty much tried a lot of things in my day. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of businesses myself, uh, just just playing around all over this country. But uh, uh, I, I think I have a better awareness of the Constitution and, and our Bill of Rights and the Declaration and our history and the comprehension of what's wrong with this country more so than anybody else that will run for governor in this state and maybe in all 50 states. And I started my campaign extra early on purpose to get ahead of the curve. I believe these people are going to be arrested. Uh, and I believe that it is absolutely possible for more people like me to step up to the plate and run for office in their state. 
Uh, so I'm hoping to help inspire that and, and so that we can all be operating and, and working together, whether it be through the campaign and beyond. So I know you've got connections, and we, we talked about a little a few minutes before about de jure and de facto and Republic of Texas. I think it's important because a lot of our listeners don't completely understand that. I'm not even sure I completely understand it at this point. Give us a little breakdown of this Republic of Texas boundaries, why you call yourself a de jure sheriff versus de facto sheriffs, you know? Can you explain a little bit for the listeners so they can actually understand that? For sure. Last election, I ran for Bernalillo County Sheriff, which is where Albuquerque is. Bernalillo County is one of the worst counties in America, literally, in every category. Most homicides, car theft, you name it, whatever it is. And uh, while I was running for that position, the Republic of Texas asked me if I, if I would be willing to be the first sheriff since 1854 in the Republic of Texas. And I, so I, I was appointed into Bear County of the Republic of Texas. And uh, six months after the primaries were over that, of the rigged primaries that I lost in, um, I was then elected as sheriff of Bear County in the Republic of Texas. Now, the Republic of Texas uh, was annexed by the United States after the Alamo. And after that, the United States wanted us to pay them in, in the gold that we promised them, and we didn't have it, so they annexed us. And the treaty law supersedes all other law, right? Everybody is starting to become aware of the Nuremberg Code and, and other things. That, that's treaty law. That's why that will be a very powerful thing when it comes to these fake vaccinations and whatnot. But um, the, Republic, or the United States did not uphold that treaty. There were, there were rules to that treaty and taking it over. Uh, but when they brought the Republic of Texas in, they did not make it a statehood like the other states. They brought it into Washington, D.C. So they gave the Republic of Texas federal powers. But they were never supposed to create more than four statehoods off of the meets and bounds of the Republic of Texas. And you kind of see the Republic of Texas right there. Mm -hmm. But they created five, New Mexico being that fifth. They broke that treaty. They also didn't uphold the Spanish land grant. They didn't uphold uh, the reservations and all the treaties we had with the uh, indigenous nations. Um, so in 1995, the Republic of Texas, because they, they had been together for a long time. They've been operating just the same uh, behind the scenes. And they took the state of Texas to the Supreme Court of Texas in 95, where the Supreme Court ruled that the state of Texas holds no jurisdiction over the Republic of Texas. Now, it's very important for people to know how the state ofs were formed, whether it be the state of Texas, state of New Mexico, any of the state ofs. For example, here in New Mexico, in 1987, there was a workman's comp bill passed, and hidden inside of that workman's comp bill, they used two statutes to amend Article Three of New Mexico's Constitution, taking away the Article Three Constitutional Court and replacing it with an Article Two Equity Court. And this is what happened in every state at some point. And you cannot use statutes to amend the state constitution. That's treason. So uh, New Mexico has been operating as a corporation, just like all the other state of for a very long time. Some of those state of were created in the 1800s. So we were lucky that uh, New Mexico, the state of New Mexico wasn't created until 1987. So whenever I do come in as governor, the very first act that I'm gonna do by executive order is all laws repugnant to the Constitution, past and present, will now be null and void. 
So what that'll do is take us back to 1987, prior to the state of New Mexico. We're gonna make our state a republic for the first time ever. See, there was only 37 republics that ever existed in this country prior to the act of 1871. And it took about seven, eight years for the act of 1871 to, to come into fruition. So it was by 1878 was when everything started going downhill. And everything that's happened ever since then has been the agenda to take away our founding documents, to take away our royalty status <clears throat> as Americans. The great experiment of America was while the rest of the world was all peasants and chattel, Americans would be kings and queens operating under common law, the, the, the law mm -hmm. to do no harm, God's law. And, and that has been swept under the rug and people have, have been indoctrinated into the education that they, the elitists, the globalists, whatever you wanna call them, have decided they wanted us to know. And so we're operating as slaves at this moment. Uh, you know, we, we were given options to make us believe that we have freedom and, and liberties, but no matter what, the Republic lies within us. We, the people are the Republic and everything that, that created this country still exists. It, some of it's covered up with dust, some of it's in exile, but we, the people have the right to pull all that out and to bring it back because there was a lot of treason, a lot of treasonous acts that happened to sweep the Republic under the rug. So it's up to us, it's us that we've been waiting for. Yeah, I think that's true. So for the listeners, and you can stop me if I'm wrong in any way, but I assume when you were talking about Article 2, you're talking about the Admiralty Maritime Court versus Common Law and Equity Courts. So Absolutely. for the listeners, a lot of people don't recognize the reason our uh, courts operate the way they do and they act what I would call it's not so much unconstitutionally, it's extra constitutionally that they violate is because they operate under admiralty maritime law. So there's three subject matters that drive the courts, especially in criminal jurisdictions, but just in jurisdictions in general, you've got admiralty maritime, you've got common law and that equity provides relief. So what they did is the Article Three court is the true common law court. So for them to bring criminal charges, because the federal government's criminal charges are supposed to be limited, limited to the 17 subject matters in the constitution. But they've, what they've done is they've, they've gone beyond the scope of that using the uh, Commerce Clause to try to extend past the waterways, 200-mile district of the water into the waterways. They changed the laws, and what they did is they removed the Article Three courts because for them to really bring charges against you in Article Three court, they're supposed to be an injured party. But what they use is corporate fictions, and that's how they make the conduit connection. It's kind of complicated. You, you, if you want to read more of this stuff, you can go research it, but you can understand why our federal government continues to act like they have jurisdiction over everything in the United States, which in fact is not true. Our country was set up as sovereign republics as each portion of the country went from a territory of the United States. It was supposed to become a sovereign republic like Texas, like you were discussing. So what we have now is a government that's done this intentionally. They've manipulated us into believing that they have more power than they actually do by passing unconstitutional statutes, which in fact are criminal acts. They're acts of treason, that is what they've done. So it's interesting, I, I appreciate your take on it. We don't talk about a lot of that on the show, not for any reason, but because you have to do some studying, I think, because it sounds like 
conspiracy theory. It sounds like we're just making this stuff up. But if you don't understand the subject matters in, in the jurisdiction of the court, that's the engine. You know, that's what runs the cases. So it's pretty complicated, but it's ugly. And they will continue to de deny the existence of Article Three courts. It's interesting, though. I did not know New Mexico had Article Three courts right up until 1987. That's interesting. I never knew that. Uh, every state did prior to it becoming the state of. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Uh, so uh, do you want to explain, I, I guess you've got some information you, you wanted us to bring up about equity law, trust law, and the Founders Bible. I kind of meshed those together, but do you want to go into any detail on those? Well, I, I mean, I already explained the equity law. If you want to know right. how our courts run, you got you to know equity law. If you want to know how our government works, you have to read trust law. Correct. A lot of people don't realize that that every every government is a trust. It's supposed to be a public trust that the people are in control of, but they made it a private <laughs> trust that we're not in control of. That's why it's the administration of, because they're administering a trust at the office of, because they're officers of the trust. Uh, so we, the people, once we follow the processes and the procedures properly, we have the right to go to the courts and force them to relinquish their private trust and to put in our public trust. And so over the next two years, I'm gonna be creating the teams, which I've already been doing, uh, to create every project that we have, including uh, the, the public trust being put into play. So, and I gotcha. know I, I totally overlooked the, I, I moved on away from the uh, de jour sheriff and, and de facto sheriff. I'd be happy to explain that a little better if you'd like to. No, actually, why don't you go back to it? Because obviously that's one of the titles you like to use is de jour sheriff. I think it takes some explaining because, again, this is some stuff that not we don't always describe this on the show because, to be honest with you, most people are ignorant of what's really going on with our legal system and what's going on with our sovereign republics and our federal government. They don't really recognize or understand because they've been, it's trickery, right? The government has convinced them that they have unlimited jurisdiction of everything. I mean, the Commerce Clause is a scam. They try to act that they can come inland on everything you know, outside of the 17 subject matters, which in fact is untrue. But until we have a, an, a, a, a judicial system that has accountability or individuals like yourself that are willing to put themselves on the line to enforce it, because you could go into many of these states and you could literally arrest everybody from the governor on down for the way they're operating because they're operating criminally, in my opinion. But go ahead and explain that for us, uh, Joshua. Yeah, so de facto sheriff is is the sheriffs that we all vote on, although we don't have our elections, so do we vote them in? Um, but like, for example, here in New Mexico, a sheriff, uh, there's rules to, to election process in every state. Here, uh, it says that you get elected, and then you take your oath of office, which should be to the State of the Union, but they take, they take oath to the corporation because the victims and everything that a sheriff or a police officer does in this state or, or any department, the victim is the state because they're a corporation and we're messing with their revenue, their, their profits. Um, so uh, once you get elected and take that oath, oath of office here in New Mexico, you have 30 days to get that oath personally bonded at a local bonding company and it's called an elected official bond. It's a surety bond. So basically every elected official puts skin in the game Plus, they're supposed to own property in their district or county, uh, for sure in the state, uh, and in the assumption that they're going to want to take care of where they own property at as well, and that they're going to do good things. 
Um, but nobody in this state nor anywhere else in the country are they getting personally bonded and putting that bond on the record at the uh, county clerk's office as well as the secretary of state's office. Every county clerk in every county in America should have a book of bonds for every elected official in their county. And when we have a complaint, whatever the rules are in your state here in New Mexico, three complaints can remove an elected official. So we should be able to go to that county clerk and pull that bond and place a complaint on it. And once there's three, now they can go through due process to be removed if mm -hmm. that's what we the people so choose. Same thing with Secretary of State. The Secretary of State is supposed to have a book of bonds for every elected official in the entire state and, and have their bond on record for the same reason. So, and that's not happening. They've never amended Article 22, Section 19 of our state. And I've looked at almost every other state and, and almost every state has about the same procedure, a uh, few little minor differences, but nobody in any state has an, uh, an elected official bond. What they have <laughs> is blanket bonds, just like Disneyland over their employees. It's an insurance policy. And that was ruled down the last time by the Supreme Court in Nebraska, I believe in 1956, give or take. Uh, so a, a blanket bond is basically anytime any of these people are not upholding their constitutional oath and duty or they commit some kind of crime, the taxpayers are paying for that crime and nobody's getting in trouble. There is no accountability for anybody anymore. Yeah, so that's, that's the biggest thing. Listen. They're creating statutes, but those statutes are supposed to be in line with the Constitution always. They're not supposed to veer off over Correct. Years. So Correct. So I, I have a, we have a couple questions. Lance, let me ask them. So earlier you said you were talking about how it's officer of the corporation you, and, and bring it back to the people. In order to do that, you have to go through the court system, correct? Uh, when, when we have a court system, if we had an Article Three court, yes. But these corrupt courts with unbonded judges that are practicing law from the bench, absolutely not. We, the people, have the right to abolish any government that is acting tyrannical, that, period. Uh, we, uh, absolutely, 100%. But how does anybody go about doing that? That's the biggest question. Because if you start to speak up, they're going to label you as a terrorist or domestic terrorism. You know, especially if you're white now that days, that's what it is. You know, and then the other thing, part of that, what about the Commonwealth states? How does that fall with them? So no matter what, the uh, the people have to, so we can't just go up and take arms and go drag these people out of their offices, even though we have that right to do it. We have to show a legal and lawful process by all means possible, by all of our constitutional authorities to uh, resolve these issues by the letter of the law. And when we've ex exalted everything, every option that we have by law, then now we have the right to go and remove people from office, however that be. Um, so that, that's really what the actions is what I've been going around the country teaching people how to do, placing the complaints against sheriffs affidavits and complaints through the county clerk and and serve to the sheriff and, and putting the sheriff's feet to the fire to uphold his constitutional oath and duty. Okay, so Sheriff Matt Group, um, the this, uh, what is it, uh, Constitutional Sheriff's Association, mm -hmm. uh, there are, all these sheriffs are bonded through a blanket bond through that association. Mm. Okay, the ones that are a part of that, which is also <clears throat> a blanket bond. It's not an individual bond. Mm -hmm. and, and everybody asks me all the time, you know, 
how do I find a list of constitutional sheriffs in our country, in my state, my county? Well, in, we've never ever in this country at all, in, at least in the modern times for sure, we've never seen a sheriff ever arrest a judge, a selected official, take over Dominion voting machines, take over ballot warehouses, hold special elections, um, initiate a grand jury, a people's grand jury. We've not seen any of these things happen. Therefore, they're in dereliction of duty because they should have already done that. Their only role, their only job is to protect the people's rights from anybody. That's what makes them the most powerful elected official in every county. But they don't do that. They allow the attorneys to harass us. They allow federal government and agencies to harass us. They allow outside elected officials, whether it be the governor, the secretary of state, or any of these people to harass us and to, and to commit fraud on our behalf. And that's you know, the, I think the complicated part is that until you get back, you remove that Article Two court. The difficulty comes that they that that Admiralty Maritime Court they they you know they drape themselves in sovereign immunity. I mean that's the whole thing, right? Supposedly, you know, judicial officials can almost do no wrong under sovereign immunity. Prosecutors, no matter how much they violate people's civil rights, you know, you see them eavesdropping on court cases all across the United States. You see them violating defendants' rights that they don't have attorney-client privilege communications, that they're destroying evidence, exculpatory. We've seen it at the J6 crew, and that's because they're operating under Amity Maritime. So it would seem to me for you to be able to do what you need to do, the first step is, like you said, you have to get rid of those Article II courts and go back to common law courts. Now, whether or not do you believe that any of these judges that are in those courts, Joshua, in, in New Mexico as an example, are any of them prepared to operate constitutionally? Because to this point, my opinion about judges, the whole theory is you can never trust a man in a dress, in my opinion. That's what it comes down to. And at the end of the day, uh, George, I, you love when I say that. George always laughs. He loves the man in the dress thing. But here's the thing. I don't think any of them are prepared to do it. I'll be honest with you. You just nailed it. This accountability, the reckoning never comes. You know, I, you know, as I said earlier, the problem with me is I'm kind of a break glass guy, and I always think, huh, well, if they don't want to do it, let's make them do it. But you can't go to that action because then, of course, you're going to have to deal with it. You have to be prepared in a situation like this if you're the governor and you're going to make that move. Let's say you make the Article 2 move. Now, what do you do about those judges? Are any of them going to are all of them going to have to be removed? Because to have a real judiciary, you have to have people that understand the Constitution. They have to be willing to do that. And you have to have a guy like you. You, you know, you're willing you're willing to put yourself on the line here. I. I'll be honest with you, it's one of the things I can't stand is, is the is the effing cowards across this country. Because you're right, even the sheriffs that consider themselves constitutional sheriffs aren't doing what they need to be doing. You know, Katie Hobbs, when that's when that information came out about her, about her being uh, involved with the Sinaloa cartel and all those land titles that was disclosed by Jacqueline Brieger, you know, and, and Todd Callender, those, those things should have... That should have had an impact immediately, right? There should have been an investigation, but instead they all scrambled. You had links to Dominion voting. We saw shredded ballots. We saw deadmocrats. We saw, uh, you know, uh, the scanners that weren't working. They were shutting down. I mean, they're using, I mean, uh, Greg Phillips, I don't know if you know Greg, but Greg's proven that they're using real geofencing, cellular geofencing to determine that you're going to go vote constant, you're going to go vote conservatively, and so are another hundred people, so they know they have to put 200 cheating votes in somehow. I mean, they're doing some real-time cheating that's just ridiculous, but none of these sheriffs are willing to step up. I mean, me personally, 
I, if I was a sheriff and if I had a governor that was behind me, I'd throw out every federal agency in my state. There wouldn't be any feds left. I'd be like, no, you're out of here, you're out of here, you're out of here. Well, if you won't leave, then we're going to have the National Guard remove you. They don't have the authority to stay there unless you the, the sheriffs allow them to. And that's what people are, it's trickery, right? Everybody's, everybody is confused about the true authority of a sovereign republic state. But go ahead. I didn't mean to jump in there, but it's one of, this is one of those topics that's really, oh, hey, George, we got to take a commercial. George is sending me the commercial reminder. Wait, don't go anywhere, guys. We're going to come right back to Joshua James. He's going to tell us, he's going to make some comments on what I just said. It's a great show. Stay focused. We're going to uh, actually go on, and we're going to have some great topics here in a few minutes. Be right back. Here at Sea of Mud, we make apparel that speaks for you. We're American-made with locally sourced manufacturing that works as hard as you do. Some of our threads aren't for the faint of heart. We make sure of it. From the ashes of the Alamo to the victory that is now Texas, Sea of Mud is America's rural country personified. It's a one-stop shop for American culture our threads are bound to make a statement that is bold as the American spirit. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder or just outright stolen even worse the coming ai state artificial intelligence is now watching you like never before without privacy you have no freedom every patriot every american citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people not the other way around so the time to act is now 
Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings. Welcome back to the Big Mix Show. Here we host Lance Miliaccio, myself, G. Ballantine, and our special guest, Sheriff Joshua James, running for New Mexico governor. And you know, just by the way he's talking what and his belief system, they're going to try to do anything they can to stop him, whether cheating, anything. And, you know, your election is what? I think, what, two years away or something? Technically, yes. Te yeah, so, and some people ask, why, why is he coming on two years from now? And I'm going to tell everybody why, because... Yesterday, we had local elections in my state, and I was at a GOP event in the, for the county. I was actually there with Scott Pressler, and I met um, actually a friend of the family. She was running for state senate and another couple people running for county positions. So I offered to help. I offered to be um, a poll challenger, offered, you know, whatever they need for the campaign. One of them called me up, you know, fill out the paper for that. The other one said, all right, I'm going to drop signs off at your house to put out. I said, okay, fine, you know. And they never did, and they want to know why they just lost. One lost by like 1,400 votes. The other one lost by like 2,400. So people, don't, you guys, if they don't get involved, and or pe when people offer help, or they have to actually go and ask for help too. They just sit on their asses, think it's going to be handed to them, and they want to know why yeah. the GOP keeps losing. This is why. Yeah. So I give him a lot of credit because he's building up his name, getting his name out there, because that's a name recognition and actually meeting people. But there's also another thing I want to ask you something about you gonna um when you win you're gonna be in a camper sleeping from county to county yeah i, I bought uh, actually bought a school bus i bought an rv and uh i have a gibson go that's going to be going up here in the next week or two uh to to raise funds to get either one of those together uh so that i can go live in all 33 counties the next two years and uh i've done this before already uh to initiate um, town halls in these counties to start bringing the people together. 
so that we can start discussing what it is we want to do. What, because I'm going to put the power back in the people's hands, then I need the people and myself to be ready when I come in as governor to eliminate departments, to create departments, to whatever it is we need to do for those counties to uh, put them back in a place of leading into prosperity uh, versus being hindered on everything. Lance, hold so on. Let's hold, say hold on, Lance. I, can you make me one promise, though? After you're done being governor of New Mexico and you run for president, can you do the same shit there, too? Exactly. <laughs> promise? Say, promise? Yeah, yeah. no, no doubt. One step at a time. Yeah. So, so let's say you get through all the legal steps and they just keep pushing back. No, 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 no. What's the next step? How do you, call, how do you force the accountability? Does Doc P. Chambers and the Texas Rangers fit into that? Are you going to use National Guard? Because the problem that I, that what I believe that you'll be facing, as are so many people around the country that know the truth that you know, you know, these SOBs, they will just, you know, they will go punch George in the face and they will lie to me over and over and over again that they never punched George in the face. I can show them the videos. I can show them the photos. I can show them the medical bills. And they're just going to keep acting like they never punched George. The problem we've got is that when you have lying scumbags like we do on all levels, state and federal, I don't know that lying scumbags understand anything but a firm hand. Thoughts? Man, you're right. And education is very important, which is also why I'm going to every county. I want to do my best to entice people of every county to step up and run in the positions to run with me. So we need sheriffs. And that the sheriff election is the same year as the governor election. So we need the regular people, the ranchers, the farmers, whatever, whatever it may be, to step in and run in that position. And as governor, I'm gonna I'm gonna ensure that all of our in this country there is no constitutional law enforcement. Everybody uses the terminology law enforcement, but they're actually patrolmen, licensed security guards. They are not law enforcement. Nobody's operating in their correct jurisdiction or uh, in operating in the power that is granted to them by the Constitution in their jurisdiction. I mean, FBI is never supposed to make an arrest. Their job is to investigate and to write reports, not to arrest people. They're arresting people all over this country, including Jay Sixers. Yeah. So yeah. I, when I come in as governor, I'm going to ensure that all law enforcement are absolutely constitutional law enforcement and that all sheriffs are constitutional sheriffs. And I'm, I'm going to demand that they all are uh, operate uh, under their oath and duty and arrest all those that need to be arrested. We have to clean house and we have to put we the people in position uh, our constitution was designed to be understood with an eighth grade reading level. It's very simple. Law is simple. Common law is simple. God is simple. Love is simple. Everything good is simple. They make it complicated to overwhelm us and so that we don't get involved, so that it, it stresses us out to the point where we it's don't want to of hand. Yeah, I mean, when you start looking at the, at, the, at, the, at the legal statutes that have been created by D.C. and the code, 
the code's only prima facie evidence of the law, but the truth of the matter is the complexity of those codes, whether it be the IRS code, whether it be the criminal code, they have intentionally made it, because let's face it, when you start looking at bar registered attorneys, you look at the bar, you look at what attorneys actually are, people think they're actually being represented, and the truth of the matter is, if it was a true common law court, you would never want to hire an attorney until you challenge the subject matter jurisdiction of the case. You normally would file a French common law uh, item that, that now runs under Rule 6B, but it's called, uh, it's called a, uh, um, God, I just had it on the tip of my tongue too. Uh, you demur the charges. You actually demur the initial charges challenging the subject matter jurisdiction. In federal cases, you would never want to enter a plea because the minute you enter a plea, it's telling the court that you've given them subject matter jurisdiction. So the first thing that's supposed to happen is, yeah, or if you hire a judge, uh, an attorney, you're not supposed to hire an attorney because that's telling the court, I don't know what I'm doing. I need this guy to represent me. And now you're waiving your subject matter jurisdiction authority. But it's complicated because you're in that Article II court to cross over to it. Most judges will never respond. And the criminality of these people, and that's what I think is interesting about what you're talking about here, Josh, the, the criminality of them, I don't think there's anything left but to arrest their asses. I think these people need to see some serious jail time so that there are consequences for what they've done to our country. That's my opinion. I, I don't, you know, I, I believe in peaceful uh, resolution to get our country back to where it needs to be. But at the same time, it's starting to seem like these people don't recognize any authority beyond the scope. Because what they did to these J6ers, I mean, and what they're doing to these PTA moms around the country, and they were just they were just publicizing, they're tracking down another J6er, probably some guy that walked into the Capitol and handed out cookies. You know, the FBI, you know, and, and you look at what they're doing with the border, they're pulling our... Uh, you know, our border, they're pulling off our, we just, we had Sonia Labasco on and we know all about this. They're per, pulling our U.S. Marshals out of the air, our air marshals out of the air so they can go make sandwiches for the illegal immigrants. Sandwiches. That's because those marshals are 1L marshals. If you go back in history, the true marshals that operate constitutionally have two L's in their name. Interesting. So I didn't know that. The counterfeit. Uh, yeah. You know, most people don't realize that statutes and codes were created to govern law enforcement and elected officials, not we the people. Constitutionally, you can't use administrative code against we the people. That's operating under the color of law. That's deprivation of rights. Um, so we we've got to we've got to learn these these basic foundations. It sucks. I mean, nobody wants to take the time to do all that. I get it. I've done a lot of it, and it's not necessary. I mean, it actually is interesting to me. But I, I actually enjoy reading it. I read it a lot myself. It's always interesting to go back when you go back to the origins of common law. You have to study French common law because you have to understand what was going on across the world globally and where Admiralty Maritime got created. They actually got created in Italy because they were trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, for, to, to uh, uh, collect duties and tariffs on all the imports into the country. So it started in Italy, it went to Spain, and then it went to the UK. But yeah, I think it's really interesting, but it is complicated. And the problem is, sometimes you're reading it, right? And you tell me if this hasn't happened to you, you're reading it and you go, come on, this can't be right. They've been telling us this all along. There's no freaking way that's right. And in fact, it really is right. So the people that really know when you talk to them, it's pretty interesting. George, what's what's with, uh, I see there's a name on here. I don't recognize it. David Barton. Do you know the topic of that? No, I, I think we're going to get into it here with Josh. But do you know anything about that or no? Um, no. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, Josh, I'm going to throw it to you because I don't know the name David Barton. Who is that? 
Um, first, just real quick, let me just say lawmakers don't want to lose their jobs. We don't yeah. need lawmakers. They're just they're going to forever make laws. How many laws yeah. do we need? So David Barton teaches the Constitution. He he wrote the Founders Bible. That's my yeah. Bible, and it's when you read through it, it, it puts into place where the Constitution, the founding fathers met with the Bible, everything. Everything they wrote was tied into the 1611 Bible or the Geneva Bible. Hmm. And David Barton, you can look him up on YouTube, playlist, David Barton playlist, and you'll find hmm. entire seminars. He's amazing. They have, uh, I want to say, Liberty University. I always forget the name. Yeah, you got National Liberty Alliance. Is that what you're talking about? No, that's actually a different group. But Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, right underneath him, there's the Remnant Revolution Tour, but I don't see anything on the Liberty. Go ahead. It's in your yeah. bullet points. They have a university. You can actually send your children or you can go yourself and you can learn all of this, how the Bible and the Constitution hmm. coexist. And, and because the only way to interpret our Constitution, I always hear lawyers and everybody talk about how, oh, it, it, interpretation is vast. Well, no, when you want to interpret the Constitution or the Bill of Rights or Declaration of Independence, you go back to that Bible. That's why it was actually law that the Bible be taught in our schools. And people tell me, well, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in religion. That doesn't matter. You need to know why the law is what it is and how to interpret it. That's why your First Amendment is freedom of religion. You can practice whatever you want, but it doesn't mean that you still don't need to learn this Bible and learn how this law operates and works, which is Interesting. what we need to put back into our education system so that by the time our children are running this country, they know what's going on and why. Well, you can probably find all that information on TikTok, can't you? <laughs> Yeah, the corruption of our children and the corruption of our society, that obviously was sarcasm. TikTok is a CCP-run, uh, you know, op. But the truth of the matter is that's a problem, right? We allow our kids to focus on TikTok. We see the behavior in our schools. I mean, some of these kids just need to have the crap kicked out of them. I don't know how they become so disrespectful that they think they can spout off the teachers. And what's disgusting is when a teacher defends himself, he gets fired. When in fact the teacher, the student should be expelled, kicked out of the school, and there should be a hard line in the way they're behaving. But I, I mean, let's face it: they want to take away that we're not supposed to pledge allegiance, we're not supposed to study the Bible in schools. You know, we've gotten so far away from God because let's face it: the the agenda in Washington D.C. on both sides of the aisle is a godless, evil group, right? I mean, I would shut down if I was president. TikTok would be shut down tomorrow. End of story. TikTok is part of, yes, the CCP, but the CCP is just part of the machinery of the military-industrial complex that I think Alan and Kennedy were talking about. It's yeah. no different than Instagram, Facebook, or anything else. They were all created by the intelligence agencies. So yeah. regardless if it's China, regardless of CCP, all of them need to be taken over by America. Remember, yeah. any corporation formed in America which are all of our allied countries, our corporations in America. Most mm -hmm. people don't know that. The United Nations is a registered corporation in America. You know what that means? That means that all of those corporations are obligated to uphold our constitution. Mm -hmm. So everything they do must be done towards our constitution, period. Every one of those corporations. So we actually control the United Nations. We control uh, TikTok because it's a corporation registered in America. All corporations are supposed to have articles of incorporation, right? Their purpose. The very first corporation ever created in America was to build a bridge in New York 
and its only purpose was to build that bridge. And once it was done, that corporation was dissolved. It was no more. The maintenance was taken over by the county, whatever, the city, mm -hmm. municipality. So if you go start looking at all the corporations that are formed in America, go look at Coca-Cola, go look at any of them. You can, you can tap right into the Secretary of State's office where they're registered, and you can go read their articles in corporation. Mm -hmm. I promise you, most of them have none. They have none. So what we did here in New Mexico, my partner, starting in 2005, uh, learning the system, actually created a corporation here in New Mexico. Now, the Bar Association is a private corporation in all 50 states, okay? Mm -hmm. There's no there's no competition to it. So it's Coke, there's never been a Pepsi. What we did was, and what my partner did, was formed a corporation called These United States of America, the State Bar of New Mexico. Okay, we the people have the right to do that. It is our duty to form every part of our local government and our state government. It's our duty to form law enforcement. It's our duty to form everything. And if we don't like something, we dissolve it and we get rid of it. So under the state bar, when you read the articles in corporation, it states that the, the duty of the bar, and it's not an acronym for British Accreditation Registry. It's it's just means the bar. Okay, because all the documents in our state just say bar. It doesn't specifically say have anything to do with the acronym. So the duty of our bar is to uphold the Article Three Court. And through that Articles of Incorporation, we introduced uh, constitutional law enforcement and Patriot Police. Constitutional law enforcement are for civilians that want to volunteer into our constitutional law enforcement. Patriot Police are for veterans. Because under our Constitution, under our, our statutes and codes, veterans are guaranteed a job in law enforcement. And even in this maritime statute system, our rights are always guaranteed, period, because they have to be in line. So our, our veterans will enact the Patriot Act against the tyrants. If you actually go read the Patriot Act and think of it uh, opposite of being used against the people, it makes sense. So our veterans will then train all civilians that come into our constitutional law enforcement. And also inside of those articles of incorporation, we created a party, the Accommodation Party. And if you go read in trust law, the Accommodation Party, that's us. That's we the people. We are the Accommodative Party. We're the other end of the contract. And this party, all our parties across this country have been unincorporated. And by law, unincorporated entities cannot take donations. Well, they've all been taking donations. In fact, they make the people that are part of the party pay donations or fees, right? And mm -hmm. even fines labeled as donations. So when our party comes in, I'm actually, I've got to get the signatures going here pretty soon. And I've got to get about 18,000 signatures in the state to approve this party. And then I can run under this party in two years because you have to do it two years prior. But when this party is now formed, it should by default eliminate all other parties. I've been talking about this for four or five years, and the parties have been trying to convince everybody that I was a nut, conspiracy theorist, whatever. Well, guess what the parties have been doing? Starting in November this last year, the state Republican Party here in New Mexico went and incorporated. Our, our county party this year went and incorporated. Now, what do you call that? That's called admission of guilt. They are guilty of not being incorporated prior and taking donations. Hmm. So when my party comes in, our party comes in, because it will be the people's party, it should by default eliminate all other parties. 
Hmm. Our forefather said, if you put too much energy into a party, you're definitely not putting it into the Constitution. There are no parties in our Constitution, but if we're going to have one, and it needs to be done by the letter of the law. So we will be doing that, and I plan on running under our party. I'm going to hold you right there, because I know George is going to move us to a commercial break. George? Um, you got it, Lance. I knew that was coming, so I didn't want to cut you off. Stay tuned to the Big MIG. We'll be right back. Tip of the spear. Hopefully, you're educating yourself and your family members right now watching the show. Here a bit. Sea of Mud, we make apparel that speaks for you. We're American made with locally sourced manufacturing that works as hard as you do. Some of our threads aren't for the faint of heart, we make sure of it. From the ashes of the Alamo to the victory that is now Texas, Sea of Mud is America's rural country personified. It's a one-stop shop for American culture. Our threads are bound to make a statement that is bold as the American spirit. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder or just outright stolen even worse the coming ai state artificial intelligence is now watching you like never before without privacy you have no freedom every patriot every american citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people not the other way around so the time to act is now reclaim your right to privacy with alias id Learn more 
at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings. Welcome back to the Big Big Show. Back here with Lance Miliato, your host, George B., your other host, and our special guest, Sheriff Joshua James. Descended from Jesse James, the badass. So, as we before we took our break, we're talking about how to better America, I'm going to say it, what we need to do. And you've been going around do, trying to do that and working on doing that now. You're working with, um, it's called, what, America's Assembly to well, educate people. Yeah, it's it's America's so America with an S hyphen assembly.com. Um, and we we've done seminars across the country. And we have many people that take our Zoom classes. We have a beginner's class on Thursdays, an advanced class every other Tuesday, which we actually have members of the DOD involved in those classes. Um, and we do we teach people how to write their own private trust, uh, among many other things. Uh, in a period of about a year and a half to two years, you could completely finish this process at no charge. We don't charge anything. We don't charge Americans for their freedom. It's a numbers game and we want people to be free. Um, so we, we teach status standing and jurisdiction. We teach you how to put your life into a private trust, which is exactly what the elite do. Uh, but they teach it through their Masonic orders and their fraternal orders, uh, through the police departments and through many other entities. Uh, and, and you have to pay a heavy cost to learn those things over time. Uh, so we're teaching those things. We were granted access by the DOD to IRS codes and U.S. codes that have either been top secret or just very well hidden from the people. There are so many more IRS forms than most people realize, and, and depending on how you fill out those forms, you can grant yourself so many different accesses. Um, but we teach people how to move outside of the U.S. citizen uh, status and into the non-citizen national of the United States, which is uh, U.S. code... Uh, uh, 1408 and 1452, uh, which takes you out of the legislative and police powers. So you become that royalty status again, 
but you can still vote and you can still become a servant if you so choose to do. You can be elected uh, as a governor or anything like that. Uh, as well as you can, uh, there's forms that you can go take to the Secretary of State and get a certificate to make you the natural person again. We have a lot of options in this country. I promise you the elite elite are not operating as US citizens. They are operating in this status, which is why they're outside of those powers. You know, we forget too that anytime you register for anything, you give up your power of attorney. So if you register to vote, guess what? They can do whatever they want with that vote. You register your car with the state, they can do whatever they want with the state. They can take it, tag you till you take it. If you register your children into school, you, you're making the, the state the parents. You're putting, you're making them a ward of the state and you're no longer the parent. You're giving up that control. If you register for a concealed carry license, you're giving up your second amendment. You were born with those rights as an American. Okay? You don't ever need to ask anybody for permission and you do not need to turn them into a privilege to be taken away from you by the government. And also, I always like to remind people that government is a document, okay? And that document is, is pretty well perfect. I'm sure there could be a few little minor changes or something, but the government's not the problem and it's sedition to speak against the government. It's the tyrants that are pretending to be government that are impersonating their positions that they were selected into because they didn't follow their, they, I mean, we've already know because of the Brunson brothers and many others that uh, in Washington, D.C., none of these guys have an oath of office. And, and again, <laughs> none of those oaths are bonded. So therefore, they all forfeited their elected positions, just like here in New Mexico. When you don't get that oath bonded in 30 days, after that 30 days, you forfeit your elected position. Therefore, every single elected official in this state forfeited their elected position after that 30 days, and they're all impersonating their office, which means their offices are vacant, and Americans always have a right to go take that vacant office. Um, so, Yeah, I mean, we, we looked up what? The vice president doesn't even have an oath of office. And that's why, that's, yeah, why, that's why they're really not following the Constitution, because they didn't swear an oath to it. That's why they're doing yeah. what they want to do. So they're impersonating public officials, elected officials. At the end of the day, there's been investigations by the Brunson and others, including uh, many names, Transportation Secretary Kamala Harris, that do not have fully executed ultimate office. There's no wiggle room if you don't have one in within 30 days and if you don't have the supporting affidavit that goes with it. Those are ineffective oaths or no oath at all, which would make you simply impersonating a government official. Now, a lot of people, the argument behind the scenes is that the reason they do that is because impersonating elected official is a much more minor crime than treason and sedition as an elected official and having an oath of office in place that you violated the Constitution. So is it true? I don't know. Again, we're with the same problem with Article II courts and Admiralty Maritime. There's no accountability, right? I've always said there needs to be a fourth division of government that we need a branch called the accountability branch. And at the end of the day, that kind of exactly. And we, the people, run that branch with our own budget and our own authority because, let's face it, these people that are in the halls of Congress, 
They're conspiring against the American people in the way that they operate. We, they think that they can tell us, oh, no, we're not going to give you this, the, uh, the Kennedy assassination files, even though it's that old, because we don't want you to know that the CIA did it. We're not going to give you the 9-11 documentation to prove whatever really occurred there. We're not going to give you the 40,000-plus hours of J6 footage. We're going to withhold exculpatory and Brady material, exculpatory evidence. The truth of the matter is if the OIG... If the Office of, of Professional Responsibility, the OPR, if any of those were effectively causing accountability, there'd be a lot of people going to jail. But they're not. I mean, they don't even want to censure congressional representatives, which is just disgusting to me that these people can operate outside the law. They operate extra constitutionally, unconstitutionally, and they think that there is no rule of law for them. They can just do whatever the hell they want. Nancy Pelosi should have been arrested a long time ago. I mean, Diane Feinstein dies. She only made $6 million during her entire term of service for the U.S. government, but yet she amassed $160-plus million worth of net worth and was flying around in a $63 million jet. You tell me how she did that without a criminal enterprise behind it. Joe Biden, now we've got subpoenas, which we're going to talk about. Let me not get ahead of myself here. So I picked out six topics, six opinions. The opinions are you, Josh. I'm just going to bullet point down the list. You can respond. These are stories that I took off mainstream media today, mostly the Gateway Pundit because we love Jim Hoft and the way they expose things over there. So first topic, congressional Democrats urge Joe Biden to facilitate entry for thousands of Palestinian nationals into the U.S. Opinion. Uh, <laughs> We need to take care of our borders before we ever allow anybody else in this country. We need to cut everything off until we deport everybody that should not be in this country. And I, I, I agree. Has no authority to make any kind of, I mean, if you go back and watch his election, his inauguration, you'll see that it was filmed over multiple days. There was nothing legit. None of the proper rules and procedures were followed. He is not the president. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things that have to do with everything from the salute to the time he was sworn in. There's lots of questions about that. I think it's really difficult to take a dementia, Alzheimer riddled brain like his and keep it on track for any length of period. We've seen him say some especially dumb things, but I think that you, that's the correct answer. I, if I had a, a a round of applause from George on that answer, I would use that, George. <laughs> All right. So, George, you want to read number two to him? Let's go with number two next. Um, I don't even have it up. Hold on. Well, I'll give you number yeah, three, then. Yeah, I'm going to read number two. Okay, DOJ announces arrests in high-end brothel network used by elected officials, military officers, doctors, and more. I think a lot of this has to do with good versus evil. What's your comment on that? Well, I'm not typically a fan of the DOJ. There's a lot of corruption going on in there, but I would have to agree with that and, and that the brothel situations uh, need to be shut down according to the laws that are in place right now. Yeah, I think we've got a tremendous problem in D.C. I think one of the things is that, that the, the blackmail and extortion that's used on the surveillance state that's been running behind the scenes, that they back pocket information, General Flynn just recently talked about it. They back pocket intelligence that's got to do with everything from brothels to human trafficking to uh, criminal enterprises to dark money, foreign money, and they wait till they need it so that they can actually uh, use the blackmail and extortion to get the results they want out of elected officials and otherwise. It's a standard operating procedure. 
I don't trust the DOJ. I think they operate in a manner that is criminal in nature. They have been doing lots of things across the country that are not legal, but because nobody is holding their feet to the fire and these judges continue to give them these baby cake, mamby-pamby soft slaps on the wrist instead of what should truly happen to them, that they should see jail time for many of their actions till that's fixed. I don't know. George, you're on number three, brother. Yep. Um, this, I'm going to put it up too. So here we got today, finally, the House Oversight Committee subpoenas Hunter and James Biden. But this is a th crazy thing. They demand a closed-door testimony. Ugh. I want an open-door testimony. I mean, <laughs> let's get this shit out in the open already. Because All right, go ahead. What's your, what's your response to that? Because I know what my response is. <laughs> um, you know, my response always to this is, is uh, you don't impeach or recall people that are not lawfully in office, especially when they've committed treason. They're, tra they're traitors, and they need to be arrested as such and handled as such, period. All right, Lance. I'm disgusted on this influence peddling that's been marketed. You know, Joe Biden, uh, a congressman, president, vice president for sale. Hunter Biden's been out there doing it, taking money from all over the globe from some of the people that are our enemies. And in fact... They want to cover it up, and now they want a closed-door testimony? I mean, this is just as bad as when they cleared the, the courtroom on El Chapo. El Chapo started naming names about how he'd given Hillary Clinton money and how he'd given other elected— and, of course, they cleared the courtroom, sealed the courtroom, and, of course, we still don't know what El Chapo said, but we know the cartels are intertwined with our state and uh, federal officials. I'm disgusted. The truth of the matter is— you're right. These are treasonous traitors. Military tribunals are the real the real action, but with our woke military in place and that that pussy Millie running the show, uh, that's that's just nothing more than Who? a Biden puppet or a deep state puppet. Millie? I don't He's know gone. what we do about it, George. He's gone. My, Millie's gone. I, I know. That just happened. I, I say it now like I, I right. know that, but the We're going to get to these next two things. I'm going to put these pictures up real quick because this is just, here's this unhinged judge. Right in Trump's case, Judge Aragon, whatever, who's un he's under scrutiny now for allegedly not allegedly he did post half uh, naked pictures of himself and to his school alumni newsletter of all things. But I, I want to point out I don't know that he's half naked because I kind of went in close up there. He doesn't look like he has any underwear on. He was just covering his junk up. Now he used this for an alumni here, newsletter. Here's another one. Here, here's a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. Here's Letitia is just sending out some. Uh, some some Come on. like really okay, so here's my point these are the people that are going after trump these <laughs> are some scumbags right i mean this is just some this is just some some pornography that they're promoting uh like i told you uh, during our break i, I told you that it, uh, the story is circulating that there's there's a news source in new york that has offered a five to ten thousand dollar bounty uh they've heard some stories about some dick pics from this judge or some nude photos. Now, these are allegations. I'm not saying they're true or not yet, but they're offering five or $10,000 to people if they can bring up some of these pictures. The guy looks like a creeper to me. I, that's my opinion. Josh, what do you think about people like this that are making decisions against which I, who I think was one of the greatest presidents ever in the history of the United States? But of course, it's an attack to try to discredit him and stop him from winning in the next election or even running in the next election. What do you think of this? more treachery i believe that these are all part of their blackmail photos and i'm sure they go much deeper than that uh these people have all been held uh captive by the globalists uh the vatican whatever you want to call them and uh i think it's starting to come out 
Um, I'm all for discovery. And if being indicted is, is the method to bring discovery, I'm all for it. I think that uh, when Trump said when he first came in that they have it all, they absolutely have it all. And I know for a fact they do because a member of our exploration team created the sniffers. There are two sniffers attached to the seven forms of internet in the Pentagon that record everything. They were created to, to sniff out pedophiles and trafficking of all kinds. But the president and the elite that have been in control of these offices uh, in D.C. have utilized that for their own gain. And when Trump came in, he gained access to it, and now he could hold all their feet to the fire. So, so Lance, tell the people you got to show them. Yes, Lance, sir. I got a very important question to ask him, and you're going to love this one. Sheriff, how do we become deputized? Uh, well, if you want to be deputized as a Texian Ranger or as a Bear County deputy, you got to live inside of my county in the Republic of Texas, and you got to join the Republic of Texas. If you want to be a, a Texian Ranger, you got to join the Republic of Texas, and, and Lieutenant Colonel Doc Pete Chambers has got to deputize you. If you want to come and join our legal team, our lawful team, uh, with our corporation or with our constitutional law enforcement and Patriot Police, you just got to contact me. Uh, you got to come out here to start because uh, we also have our corporation in Arizona, Maine, New Hampshire, and Washington, D.C. So we can start deputizing. Uh, well, you volunteer. It's not deputizing for the for the constitutional law enforcement and Patriot Police. But you can do that in D.C. And, and once we have the numbers, we can walk right into these gulags and save all those J6ers. Hmm. I love it. I, I love that thinking. You know, I, I love to see more of it across the country. George, number five, political Hold on, prisoner. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm coming to Texas, baby. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. For sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, the police state, a recent movie, by the way, uh, I want to make an announcement right now. We'll have Denise D'Souza on the show next Friday. So big announcement for the people of the Big McMafia. We've got a big interview Who next we got week Friday? on Friday. Who we got this Friday? Friday? Who do we got this Friday? Oh, this Friday, it's big. We'll go into that in a few minutes, George. Yeah, okay. But let me go on here. My dogs are obviously unhappy with me. You can hear them howling in the background. I have five little rescue dogs. They're obviously trying to contribute to the show right now. So political prisoners and the police state. Uh, Julian Assange, throw that up, George Media 4, is a political prisoner. And the sole reason he remains a political prisoner is because the White House remains afraid of his voice. As you know, the recent movie Police State talks about the weaponization of the DOJ, the weaponization of our own government against we the people. It doesn't matter whether you're a soccer mom, a PTA member, uh, a J6er. Uh, let's face it, they're doing some horrendous shit to we the people. Thoughts on this, Joshua? Um, absolutely. I mean, no matter what, our, our rights are being violated every day, and only we can put a stop to that. I think that's well said, and we do have to put a stop to it because they are continuing their big plan right now is to try to disarm us, and they're letting our country be infiltrated nonstop. Uh, I like to call it border getting. That's our next item. George, you want to go ahead and take us into number six. Oh, about our borders? About how open they are and how they're just letting anybody in, including terrorists? Now we're all like, we have so many terrorist watch going on in, in this country. That, and, and I'm saying this now, when we get closer more to holidays, something's going to happen. It's, they're going to yeah. do it during the holidays. Why? Because it, that's when it's most felt. 
The FBI recently Shit. put out some information that was leaked uh, internally. We've seen some reports of it online. It's looking more and more credible, talking about numerous cities, including Denver and New Jersey, George. And they have been discussing the fact that we look like we're very shortly going to have terrorist attacks on U.S. soil that are going to match what happens in other countries. Uh, and I call it border geddon. Our borders are. Kamala Harris, will there ever be accountability for her? George, show the clip from Oscar L. Ray. And the reason we put this up is because the numbers you guys are hearing of people infiltrating the border aren't even close. It's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Oscar's talking about 60,000 right now waiting to enter the United States in the location he's in. George, go ahead and throw Oscar, up that clip. Welcome to the Big MIG show. Uh, this is Oscar L. Blue, as you guys know, investigative journalist. We really appreciate you joining us. Let me start off with this, Oscar. Where are you located? What part of the world are you in right now? Central America, Mexico, where are you at right now? We're at the South border. Uh, thank you for the invitation uh, to your platform, sir. First and foremost, uh, we're in the South border of Mexico on the state of Chiapas. That is the last state that is connected to Guatemala, the next country. In this gotcha. uh, border, there is a city that is called Tapachula. That is where the, the caravan started leaving around 6,000 migrants today. They uh, uh, Three days ago, they left. They have walked uh, more than 30 kilometers from south of the border into the town that I'm located right now. It is Huixtla. It's H-U-I-X-T-L-A. This is where the caravan has stopped as they are awaiting the Mexican authorities to give them the permits uh, for them to walk freely into the northern borders of the United States of America. So this is the way that it looks right now. I'm going to get it off the screen so you guys can look. Uh, this is the camp. Uh, this is just a small fraction of what is coming. Uh, authorities of Mexico, civil protection, they have said that they have almost 60,000 migrants scattered in the south border of Tapachula, that they're doing their process correctly, documented, uh, and they're going to the Commission of Refugees uh, trying to uh, get an identification for humanitarian reasons. Uh, but it is, you're talking about thousands and thousands that are waiting. This is Those are six, you're saying, Oscar, right, right now, waiting to enter the U.S., that are waiting at the southern part of Mexico, coming out of Central America. There are 60,000 immigrants getting ready to enter our country. 60,000 that they are waiting. You know what, Lance? I just, I just came to me. You know when everybody always said nothing can stop what is coming? Well, they're, they, that, they were talking really about the border because nothing's stopping <laughs> yeah. what is coming, really. I mean, I mean nobody's trying to stop what's coming. Shit. We've got air marshals making sandwiches. We've got border employees cutting installed barbed wire, welding open gates on the border fence that they actually allowed uh, Donald Trump to finish. We've got our country. They told Donald Trump we couldn't find the $6 billion to build a border fence or build border security or enhance border security. But yet we've given away $200 billion so we can, we, we, can, we can fund foreign wars, unlimited amounts of foreign wars funding because why because our government officials are getting kickbacks because it's dark money money laundering at the grandest scale we're now on to our next war uh the israeli which we maybe it's going to be ww3 i understand we just got some news that they've moved a, uh they've moved a ballistic missile sub in close proximity into the mediterranean uh, to what's going on there. I don't know where that's going to go. That's not necessarily a good uh, a show of power if you don't want to end up in World War III. But, the you know, the military-industrial complex, they're going, yeah, big payday coming. So uh, you just saw that firsthand. I don't know if you've ever seen that clip before from our show, Josh. Probably not. 
uh, thoughts because the numbers that are being reported are a joke. The gotaways far exceed it. What's your plan for the border on New Mexico? And it's not just New Mexico. We're talking about much more of the border because of your standing as de jure sheriff. But maybe as governor, what would be your plan? Because let's face it, right now, this is this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> well, even prior to becoming governor, right now there are so many things that we are not doing. We forget that Homeland Security has 100 miles from the border inside of every state. So all uh, all authority lies on him. So all the counties that are affected by that, that are within that 100 miles of the border, they need to start placing criminal charges on the, the gentleman that runs Homeland Security, that's in charge of this position in his private capacity. See, all over the country, everybody tries to sue these people or, or charge them criminally in their uh, elected capacity. Well, being that they're not lawfully in office, you need to go after their private capacity because it's their private capacity that decided not to uphold their oath and duty that are in dereliction of duty. So we need to start seeing those things happen now. Now, also, right now, there is uh, groups that are putting together that are supposed to start, I believe, by the 11th an Eagle Pass, Texas, in El Paso, Texas, Tombstone, Arizona. And I was, I've been trying to get in touch with the sheriffs here in New Mexico to figure out where the, the worst place on our border is so that we can post up there. We have veterans, law enforcement, just Americans coming from all over the country to put up a people blockade uh, on our border and not allow anybody in, whatever that means. Uh, so I was on the phone today with some of the sheriffs, under sheriffs, and. Uh, they basically said that New Mexico border isn't much of a problem. We don't we don't have all that. That's all in Texas and Arizona, which is a crock. And then in Dona Ana County, uh, Sheriff uh, Kim Stewart, uh, who's an implant from California, total Democrat, uh, told me that she does not enforce the border, that she does not stop migrants because uh, Las Cruces and Dona Ana County is a sanctuary county for mm. illegal immigrants. Uh, and I told her she's in dereliction and duty. Uh, she was the biggest smart ass I've ever talked to when it comes to a sheriff. They're usually very kind, very nice. Uh, this lady was not. And I, and I, you said I was threatening her and I told her, I promise you, I become governor. I'm going to hold criminal charges against you for dereliction of duty. Um, and she did not like that. So there are, there's plenty of actions that we can take prior to me becoming governor. But I become governor. I absolutely am going to finish that wall right away. Hopefully we get the right land commissioner in, although if the land commissioner is in dereliction of duty and doesn't help me to get that wall up, then I'm going to remove him from his position for dereliction of duty. And I'm going to put it up and the people of the state are going to put it up. We've already put up some wall on private land when Trump was in office and all the people that were involved in that got in trouble, went to jail, hmm. uh, which is not cool. We, the people, have the right to do that, especially on our private property. So I absolutely will post up the National Guard. I will put the militias at our border because every state should have militias and militias are the disciplinarians of government. So whatever it takes to shut down our border and to protect our state and the people in it and their private property, that's what's going to happen. I think that's a I think that's a great answer and that's what the country needs right now. We're out of time, but I want to give you some time here. Where can people donate? Where can people support you? Where can people find you on social media? Give us all those topics and obviously what you want to promote that's important for the goals that you have in mind over the next two years. 
Um, thank you very much. And you can find me on just about every social network, Sheriff Joshua James on uh, X it's, or Twitter, it's uh, Sheriff J. James. Uh, I think on Facebook, it's Joshua James Ryan Lawrence. Um, you can go to sheriffjoshuajames.com, which my website is very out of date. I actually just got a gentleman that's going to help me to rebuild my site for my governor campaign, which you will be able to donate from there. At the moment, okay. I just have, um, I think, uh, Sheriff Joshua James on Cash App, I believe, is, is the only thing okay. I have at the moment. And my Venmo, which is uh, JJ uh, for New Mexico, I believe. I'm sure we can post those because I don't, I don't remember them, to be honest. Uh, but they will be on the website here soon. Um, any and all help is welcome. I'm not very good at asking for money which I've, I've got to change that, I got to ask. Um, but uh, I'm not gonna be taking a paycheck as governor. This is, my position is not to become wealthy through this, like these uh, governors and, and elected officials have been. I think they've gotten like three to six raises since this governor came into office. Um, my, my goal is strictly to bring our, our state to a lawful constitutional status, period. I have no other objective, no other agenda, but to put the power back in the people's hands. And, and I'd like to see people all over this country stepping up for the same reasons, because it's our duty constitutionally to protect this country. I will give you a republic, ma'am, if you can keep it. And, and we didn't keep it, but it's still there for the taking, and we need to take it back and let it rise and shine. I think mm. that's great advice and great information. I think it's always important to say to our listeners, follow him, support him. Uh, this is this is grassroots at the, at, the, at the level that we're at right now, but hopefully we're going to see some serious momentum in this campaign. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Sea of Mud, Patriotic Apparel. Uh, you know, the holidays are coming up. Nothing like buying your liberal friends. Uh, coffee mug, a Trader Joe cup, a T-shirt that may offend them. Uh, your conservative family members will love the products, uh, and I love the company because they're patriotic. And Old Glory, Hook Point Brewing Company out of Tennessee. Uh, we love these guys. It's an American Pilsner. Look for it at your liquor store. If they don't carry it, ask them to bring some in. Uh, it's a great-tasting beer. I think you'll really enjoy it. And they are a company that puts their money where their mouth is. <laughs> Uh, they really want to save the country, and they love the parallel economy, and they want to unify the country. So these are companies you can support without any fear of DEI or wokeism. George, hold on, what Lance. you got, buddy? I got this. I'm coming to goddamn Texas. Look out. Yeah. I just want, we're coming. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm going to call Pete up, Lance. You want to go? Hey, you know, you know, my feeling, anything to do to save the country is always a top priority yeah. here on the show. You know, for us, it's educating you and a finding bringing the receipts. I think we did that again tonight. Yep. Share this with your family members, share our content, short form or long form, use it in any way you want. Please get people to follow and subscribe. If you can make a financial donation of any sort or do a monthly subscription, please do either on Locals or Rumble. We can use anything at all because we obviously put it all towards the show and improving the product. George. Yep. Uh, yeah, so thank you for coming on, um, Joshua. We really appreciate it. As you progress months down the road, you have stuff you want to come out and inform people, let people know you're always welcome to come on our show. You know how to get a hold of us. We're, we we will support you. I mean, I'm we're working with Jamison Ellis out of Texas. You know, with his campaign. So we're all about getting stuff done for people that want to do it right. And you, my friend, are definitely doing 100 right. So you have my support all day, every day. I'm looking forward to the Joshua for president one time. 
We're gonna get, yeah. you, go we're gonna get you governor. You do your whatever God, terms you can do there. Country, <laughs> family. You know? Yeah. You know, so, God save the republic. And right. and now you just Thank became you. big big mafia. Sorry, but now you can't leave. It's our motto here. All the chat people loving you. <laughs> Um, the chat people loved you tonight. They love everything that you had to say. So, you know, stay healthy, stay frosty. God bless all the big, big mafia. We'll see you guys on Friday. Have a good night and see you later. They're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off limits. Here at Sea of Mud, we make apparel that speaks for you. We're American made with locally sourced manufacturing that works as hard as you do. Some of our threads aren't for the faint of heart. We make sure of it. From the ashes of the Alamo to the victory that is now Texas, Sea of Mud is America's rural country personified. It's a one-stop shop for American culture our threads are bound to make a statement that is bold as the American spirit. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know MyPillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder or just outright stolen even worse the coming ai state artificial intelligence is now watching you like never before without privacy you have no freedom every patriot every american citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people not the other way around so the time to act is now reclaim your right to privacy with alias id Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. 
It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings.